1: University, the you know, wonderful Athens, Ohio. That you guys had that little incident with recently, and uh, um, I would say that from being the first group of biotech students, there was a secret we still to this day a couple of us have researched we still can't find any real leads as far as who knew or who knew what, what what all was involved but we had a small pig cloning factory right outside or a laboratory i should call it not a factory but right outside of Athens, ohio we know that ohio university and hawking college uh, had some type of uh, you know commitment to to this uh, small facility but um but you know this goes all the way 2006 that we were genetically uh, messing with, with splicing uh, different, diff- just a whole host of different things into um, the cell lines of not only pigs, but uh, rabbits, monkeys, uh, mice, humans. Justin, in
2: Ohio, thanks for holding. So you're a lab scientist and virus and DNA modification.
1: Give us your take, please, sir. Yeah, hi, um, I, I guess my, I'll start off by saying this, but uh, since 2006 of being in the uh, polycellular biology, biological sciences field, it never ceases to amaze me that most of the time, not even doctors, and of course not politicians, will, will uh, tell anyone about boosting your own immunity. Um, that's something that even really before this took hold a few months back, It was just something that, you know, a few friends that I've either worked with previously or currently work with, uh, including sales reps who who sell certain um, pharmaceuticals and diagnostic kits that we produce to hospitals. Um, It's kind of a running joke as far as how, um, and and you kind of alluded to this the other day, as far as if a patent had expired, you know, there wasn't. A lot of money to make as far as if a drug already exists on the market. Um, so that's that's uh, that's been a known thing, a known factor, we'll call it, in my uh, field for, f- what, you know, almost 15 years. But um Oh, yeah, take preglinone. It's been prescribed
2: since the 20s for people with arthritis, you name it. But because it's so cheap, they don't even prescribe it anymore, and it's over the counter. And it's in our real red pill, red red pill plus. I mean, a- again, that's how big pharma operates, and they want to make money off the dangerous
1: drugs they're developing and off the vaccine. Agree 100%. And let me throw this out real quick. I'm kind of a new uh, listener. I have a little over two years now. This is the first time that I've ever called into any type of radio show or...
2: And Justin, we're honored to have you. Explain to us your view on the virus. Is it man-made? Is it DNA modification? We have a special (sighs) guest joining us. Did Ping intentionally release COVID-19 next hour? Go ahead.
1: And I would defer to somebody that has uh, at higher education and more experience, I'm I'm 34 years old. You know, I I, I defer to those that have spent much more time as far as uh, in the industry. For, sure, I just thought it I, said
2: virus DNA modification.
1: What's your what, what? So so what I was uh, what I was kind of getting at was so I I was a first generation biotechnology student, at Ohio University, the you know, wonderful Athens, Ohio that you guys. Had the little incident with recently, and uh, um, I would say that from being the first group of biotech students, there was a secret. We still, to this day, a couple of us have researched. We still can't find any real leads as far as who knew or who knew what 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 all was involved. But we had a small pig cloning factory right outside, or a laboratory, I should call it, not a factory, but right outside of Athens, Ohio. We know that Ohio University. And Hawking College um, had some type of uh, you know commitment to, to this uh, small facility, but um, but you know this goes all the way back to pre two thousand six that we were genetically uh, messing with with splicing different, different just a whole host of different things into um, the cell lines of not only pigs but uh, rabbits, monkeys, uh, mice, humans. Uh, and of course, these are Was all. Was any cells. of it cross species? Yeah, yeah, but not on. You know, people like to get carried away. They think, oh, if you say pig cloning, they think the entire animal. No, these are specific cells. These are either liver cells, kidney cells, brain tissue. Uh,
2: sure. Okay, stay right there. Uh, we're going to talk about this, Justin, when we come back. Yeah, cloning's totally industrialized now. It's everywhere. I mean, again, 30 years ago, they had animal human hybrids in their reports in China. Now, did they bring them to full. Birth? Who knows? We'll be right back. Well, I intended to give each caller about a minute and a half. But this last caller, Justin Ohio, is talking about back in the early 2000s, 15 years ago or so, secret farms involved in pig cloning. You've got whole pigs getting cloned and dogs, cats, horses. But we're talking about cloning the, the cells in the body. And there's all sorts of other things that go on can allow viruses and other things to jump between species i mean there's just all sorts of problems that come out of this and then it's these very industries that are always telling us we need to take forced vaccines that have liability protection so they can't get in trouble for any side effects or the main effects that's really meant to have the trojan horse sterilization is usually what they're trying and these vaccines are always getting caught doing it now COVID 19 in big studies is eating men's genitals destroying them bloody pulps lacerations most men are infertile after uh, they get a serious case of it. It's why you need to have zinc. You need to have sunshine. You need to be healthy. That's how you beat it. They don't want you knowing that. You don't have zinc, you die, folks. But again, they don't, they don't want the president even talking about a drug that forces zinc into the cells. So we'll finish up with this caller and what he was breaking down, and then you know, you can tell he's never called into a show, he's saying, and he's spilling some pretty big beans here. I know about the uh, secret cloning programs all over the country. I mean, you can actually get into research papers and find out where they're going on. Let's just say it's not widely publicized. And a big part of universities is having students part of secret things. That's how they seduce them. I've told the story uh, about my dad in high school was in plan two by the time he was a uh, sophomore and then a junior and a senior. He was at UT most of the time, not in East Texas at his little school. And he'd been there about a year. And they said, let's show you the secret nuclear reactor under UT. Now, that's still very hard to find in literature. It's under there. Shut down. They got a big, big, one of the biggest research ones in the world uh, for a research uh, for a reactor at the J.J. Pickles Center in uh, North Austin. And I have Austinites sometimes walk up and say, yeah, there's no nuclear reactors in Austin because they live in fantasy land. So that's how the seduction works into the scientific tyranny is you're given the knowledge of the Manhattan Project stuff going on, and if you prove you go along with it long enough, you get led into the inner sanctum. And that's why you see all this in movies and TV, preparing you and conditioning you. So, uh, interesting points. What else do you want to tell folks about some of the secret stuff? I mean, how do they tell you it was
1: secret? Or how does you learn about it? So, my the professor, which... So, being a first-generation biotech student, it, so it was essentially two people that were the the heads of the entire program. The curriculum was developed by a, at the time, a small um, uh, pathogen laboratory that um, is located right in Athens. It's it's since then been bought out by a larger corporation. But uh, anyhow, we had because of these two people uh, that were in charge of everything. One was a uh, Ethiopian, and the other was an American, and they both gave me different information at different times. And it really wasn't anything that you had to piece together because they kind of, they ran over as far as uh, you know what each other had said. And and yeah, I just knew at that time, and, and given at that time, I was a 19 year old, 18 year old when I first got in that, and um, it was you know it, honestly, you just you, you don't dream that all the The possibilities, uh, you don't dream of all the possibilities of this work. It's just like an interesting thing that's at your fingertips. But but now in hindsight, I mean, obviously you were probably doing
2: pretty good. They probably liked you. You seemed promising and they, they were testing because imagine you're at the ground floor of this and they're already showing you and telling you about secret facilities, secret cloning. Can you imagine how deep the rabbit hole goes? Right. (laughs) No, I honestly,
1: no, I can't. I can't. Um, just because, you yeah, know, who knows how many uh, stones, you know, unturned, who knows. But um, a, a couple things I just wanted to throw out real quick. So my mate, after, besides college, um, I actually went to, to work for that company before they had been bought out, and they. Uh, my, my job was to inoculate the uh, a, a, a million cell lines that I had named off a minute ago, uh, to inoculate those cell lines with nine major, or the nine major respiratory viruses, which include uh, like herpes simplex, uh, different types of influenza, R S B, which is extremely um, you know fatal to children, uh, infants. Um, so, so, anyhow, I inoculated these cell lines with all these different viruses, and I would feed them weekly, and I would do a bunch of cell staining and a whole bunch of whole bunch of different techniques uh, and assays to see how promising certain. Um, were. So this company and again, were
2: these uh, were these live virus inoculations? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Live live viruses inoculations, which again continually leaks and, and continually drifts genetically. I mean, and you're a scientist. I've just read the reports, but so many of the problems come out of these live
1: inoculations, and then also cause mutations, don't they? <laughs> It, that is, I mean, it's amazing how easy, uh, you, well, I shouldn't say for all viruses, but for specific ones, how easily mutated they can be. I mean, it's, again, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't have a PhD in this. I mean, I, it's just something that, you know, it's my undergrad and something that I've I've done professionally now for over a decade. But um, so, so that's why I, I try not to form these full conclusions in my head because I know that I don't know, you know, who knows what percentage of the truth. My dad
2: was an oral surgeon and, and, and he was doing some of the first big implants in the early 80s. And it wasn't like it was something special because he had that background in some, you know, UT projects and, and science projects, kind of whiz kid NASA stuff. He, they tried to recruit him for us to move to Maryland. He paid $450,000 a year back then. That's like $2 million today. And, and when he didn't take the job, they recruited a bunch of other oral surgeons he knew that went into an underground base in Maryland to do secret cyborg work with humans, my dad was told. So they have military people volunteering. Who the hell knows what's going on? That was like 1983, brother. Can you
1: imagine the secret thing right under the surface? No, no I mean, no, honestly, I, I can't. Um, I also did, real quick, four years in the in the Army. Um, it end up being most of the time was as a reservist. Just seeing, or just cracking the book on the uh, UCMJ, and based on you know, the countless briefings that we were in, there just seems there are so many things that the public is just one hundred percent blind to. And even if you well, know, an they example: don't, they, they don't do experimental that. drug tests and vaccine tests on trips. Yes, yes,
2: and it's illegal. You can order trips to do anything under the law. You do waive a lot of your rights, but you can't make them take experimental drugs and vaccines.
1: Do it. Yeah. Well, from, from my account, they they look at you as whenever they have these third party uh, clinicians and everybody come in, they look at you as you are such bottom of the of the pond scum that they I mean, I don't honestly, I have no clue. And this is the same with about everybody else. In well, you surface. just said it.
2: the scientific elite is the most eugenics based anti human arrogant scum. But if you're top of your class and are smart, they tell you you're the elite We've got to control population. We've got to wipe everybody out. And then if you accept that, you get brought into the cult. And, and and so I'm just glad you're letting folks know that just from your, you know, right at the bottom level of the science, what you saw in the Army and at the university.
1: Yeah. Hey, can, can I get, like, 20 seconds real quick? Yeah, go ahead, sir. Okay. So um, I, I was ranting and raving, uh, not really publicly, but on the inside, as far as whenever the whole thing with OU happened with uh, Caitlin and uh, so anyway I just wanted to make clear and this is some so I, I'm from the connecting counties uh, right along the Ohio River border in West Virginia Meg, Megs and Galley counties you're talking so about when the, like, when, the, when the university a few weeks ago attacked Caitlin Bennett yes yeah. And uh, yeah and um, so I <laughs> I was so disgusted because I, I I've seen things and then knew of things you know uh, way before this incident and and um, I just wanted to tell everybody out there that you get into Appalachia, especially western West Virginia, southeast Ohio. We are the complete opposites of anything you see on uh, on any of those videos from that campus. It has been a brother. Ever-
2: I know it. I understand the campuses are a nest of evil. We're going to get your name and number, buddy. I want
1: to get you on as a guest.
2: God bless you. in the world we've got our warehouse here in Austin and everything we sell is stocked and ready to ship to you for about a day